Welcome back to Seriously Funny. I'm your host, Mashnor Kabir, and I arrange the periodic table. This week, in anime, since it seems like that's what we start with every time, I finished Horimiya and almost had a mental breakdown. If I wasn't semi-enlightened, I'd be decommissioned for a week. It was so good. My god. Literally, I watched it to the end credits of the last episode and I had to lay down on the floor for five minutes to get my wits about me, okay? It was incredible. Oh my god, I've never had... It hit me like a truck, and a monster truck, and a garbage truck, like all at the same time. Goodness gracious, it was crazy. Um, And it wasn't a sad ending, but after I saw the last scene, I I just felt like crap, because I'm... Watch the thing, okay? Just watch it. Uh, it's so good. Goodness, God, crap. Anyways, I started rewatching ReZero since uh, the second part of the second season came out, and so I thought I'd just rewatch the entire thing. Uh, ReZero is a bit aggravating at parts because seeing idiots be idiotic is idiotic, um, and often a, a lot of people start hating the main character like halfway through the season uh, for obvious reasons if you watch it but it's really 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 good uh if the if what happened in the anime actually happened to someone uh, it, it's accurate in that way like it's it's more accurate than some god tier effing resilient amazing protagonist that doesn't exist uh, it's a lot more human and yeah uh, it's it's great um Again, aggravating in some parts, but it's really fun. It's a true, true work of art, and it's one of the most ubiquitous anime. It's like one of the most well-known. It's one of the like really, really popular ones, like the mainstream ones, like Sword Art Online, uh, Attack on Titan. It's kind of thrown in that same pool. Um, so I highly recommend it if you haven't watched it. Uh, although, uh, be warned, it's very, very, very bloody and contains a lot, a lot, a lot of death and a ton of mental torment and psycho like psychological sort of you know themes um like a lot but anyways on to everything else that we have for today uh, today also we, we kind of i just i have three like loose different points this isn't like one the- thematic episode this is three just r- random things because i couldn't think of some like one topic to talk about and so I have these three points uh, here. And so the first one, people just aren't honest, dude. Not in the sense of like everyone's lying to you or, or stuff. But like, you know, the first one, the first point is that just people aren't completely honest anymore. It's depressing. It starts with everyone automatically responding with good when you ask how they are. Sometimes people are good. Not everyone is lying, of course. Like, it's not a crime to be good. It's not like you're automatically lying if you say, yeah, I'm good. Um, But usually, people aren't good. And that's not to say that everyone's doing garbage. Let's just say that the spectrum of how you're doing, like the answers to that, goes from, like, negative 10, which is like, I just got castrated, to positive 10, which is like, I just won the effing lottery. And good is at about uh, a positive 3, at least, Okay, most people are at a neutral zero or just an okay, which is like a one or a two. And a lot of people 
feel like garbage because they don't want to be at work and the fact that you ask them every single day how they're doing is one of the reasons that they're doing so crap okay so stop asking uh, a little bit of projection there i've had people get upset with me uh, look 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 obviously every every interaction i've ever had with human beings have been positive and everyone loves me i, I if only if only um, look now i can't say that it's a good idea for everyone to start going around and saying that they feel like garbage. Um, either maybe you don't want people to ask what's wrong, or you don't want to make people feel like they need to ask what's wrong. Um, both are fair. Uh, however, lying is stupid. Don't lie ever. So do what I do. If you don't want to say you're not well, then say it's going, I'm alive, or it's still spinning. And say something factual possibly contextually funny. For example, if someone asks how you are, if you exhale deeply, I'm alive, you know what I'm saying? Then you're not lying. They get to laugh. They'll probably be like, yeah, yeah, relatable. Um, that's, that's what they'll usually say. Uh, again, you're not lying. They get to laugh and you don't have to explain how you're depressed because you watched a really good anime and then you finished it and now there's a hole in your heart. Trust me, I understand that pain. Finally, I want to make the point that people oftentimes feel like crap. Sometimes you wake up and you think, uh, I don't wanna. You probably don't even know what you don't wanna, but you just don't wanna. It happens. It's part of the human experience. Is it funny af to talk about? Absolutely. Does it actually happen? For sure. Two days ago, I sent someone a message that just said, of course, I was doing it 90% to make them laugh, but it was true. I had a chem test that day and I didn't want to take it. Um, I say two days ago, I guess it was three days ago now when I'm recording this. But yeah, um, man, I got some sniffles. I got my second COVID vaccine a few days ago. And I said, body, we're not going to have a blown out fever. Okay, if you bedridden me, body, I swear to God, we're going to have a problem. I will hit you. And so... I didn't have a full blown out fever, but then my nose started running. And I was like, F me. God dang it. Uh, so close to just getting out scot-free. But here I am with a runny nose now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's less bad than what some people had to deal with. But um, yeah, what I want to point out is how some people sit around talking about how they feel about feel like crap and complain and say they don't like feeling like crap. Don't lie to me. You know you want to feel like crap sometimes. Is it out of your control sometimes? Kinda. You have a lot of control of yourself, but being enlightened is quite hard. But let's just be honest and say sometimes you want to feel like crap. All right, just say it, all right? I'll say it. Sometimes, even though I sleep seven to eight hours basically every night, I act tired sometimes because I think it's a look. All right, sometimes I want to be tired. Sometimes you want to feel like crap. Don't lie to me, okay? Back to the idea of having control over your feelings. That gets us to willpower. So first is underestimation and willpower. A lot of people 
underestimate what willpower can actually do. Scientifically, the evidence that gives us a peek at the magnitude of willpower, your mind, your decisions have over your body, the ability to have a more effective immune system on uh, immune system or for you to bend further than you thought you could flexibility wise or to not feel like garbage because you don't want to. There's a lot of people that underestimate how much their mind is legitimately capable of. And to be honest, it's pretty incredible what your mind is capable of. But, you know, uh, yeah, willpower is kind of cracked. But here's where we get to overestimation of willpower. There's an overestimation that happens too. And although people underestimate how much willpower, uh, what willpower can do, Uh, They overestimate how much they have. Willpower is a finite resource. It's It's like a stamina bar in a game. It goes down after some time the more you use it. And depending on what you're using it for, it'll go down quicker. And maybe after some food and some time, it goes back up. Uh, People overestimate how big their willpower meter is. Uh, Now, like other things, you can grow this meter, but it's pretty hard. I've worked on this for nearly four years, and although I got a pretty long meter, (laughs) there's still a lot further to go. Um, But yeah, I mean, I recommend growing that willpower meter. Again, basically, I mean, look, TLDR, too long, didn't read. You don't have any willpower. If you get some, you'll literally be able to fly. Like That's the moral of the story here, all right? Anyways, uh, a quick uh, just me complaining about school because I like doing that. Uh, just with one specific issue that I, I have with school that I don't know how to fix. When I say issue, I mean issue in the fact that like I don't know like a proposed solution. So the school system that we use today is the same as it was in the 1350s. I'm not making that up. Look up uh, Laurentius de Voltolina, which is a l a u r e n t i u s d e v o l t o l i n a. If you look that up, it's a painting from back in the 1350s. You'll see that there's a lecturer, students in rows. Some people are slacking. Some people are talking just like today, aside from the whole pandemic thing. This is only temporary, okay? But generally, uh, nothing has changed for the past God knows how many years. We added laptops. That's the only difference. And so... The thing is that we use schools to determine intelligence. And that's, I'm not going to say that that in itself is a problem. A lot of people say it is. Some people say like school shouldn't tell you if you're smart or stupid. I think school is a standardized way to generally get a feel for how smart or stupid someone is. For example, a lot of people outside of the school setting call me a genius. Inside of the school setting, I am probably at this point under average. But yeah, like... So I don't go around calling myself a genius. I'm just not that smart. Academically, I'm, I'm uh, again, under average. And of course, not everyone is a test taker. Not everyone can do presentations. Not everyone can do projects. The way that we assess children in school, that's the problem I have. Like, I don't know how to correctly uh, measure how like intelligent people are. Uh, if we're using school as that system, the way that school does that Like, I don't know how to fix that, like exams and stuff. Like, yes, of course, there's a problem in school, like a failure to effectively teach in school. That's for sure an issue, but that's really, 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 really complicated. And I'm too lazy and dumb to think about that. Um, I mean, one solution for fixing like how we, you know, examine or how we assess students on 
you know, their grades and stuff is to do the like, allow the student to pick their own testing method. So some professors or some teachers will say, all right, you you have a final. So either you can take a paper test, like you, you know, fill in the blank and whatever, uh, not fill in the blank, circle the answer, multiple choice, um, multiple choice, or you can make a presentation on something if you want to, or you can make a project if you want to just, you know, do something you can do which, which one you want. I'd probably do a presentation. Those are easy. But uh, like maybe that's an option. But even so, my gut tells me that there's a there's a better option than that. But I don't know what that is. So here we are today. I don't know where to go. And uh, yeah, just a, a thought that I had. Uh, uh, well, I mean, it's a thought that I've had for a while. I, I literally just said the same thing, expecting it to denote a longer time period. I'm Jesus, God. Anyways. I want to share a little story with you guys. This one isn't like a, a written story that I wrote. This is like from my real life. This actually happened. Um, and so when I was at work, uh, when you're listening to this a week ago, when I'm recording this yesterday, um, uh, something pretty cool happened. And I wanted to share that. So one of my duties as a janitor, I'm a public areas housekeeper, is to take the trash out. So I work in a hotel and I have to take the trash out in the morning since it builds up from the previous day. Then I have to check the trash cans outside in the morning and wait check the trash cans inside like inside the hotel in the morning and then i have to take out the full ones uh, and replace them of course later in the afternoon i have to check the inside again and then check all of the trash cans around the perimeter of the hotel Uh, the first thing we should say is good god do humans produce a lot of waste wow people really make a lot of trash sometimes if you're in school and you're sitting in your environmental science class or whatever they'll tell you how much tons of trash just america makes per year like to see that number is like wow that's a big number oh my god but to like actually live that number like i can see how quickly trash piles up within the span of just like six hours good god it's incredible i'll replace like a big trash can like these aren't small like trash cans in the hallways and sometimes there's multiple trash cans in the hallways i'll replace them in the morning and then after i clean all the bathrooms which takes about four hours they're all full again like crap that's horrible we really do produce a ton of waste and sure maybe it's a big hotel but like it's like her floor that means like just each floor this it's it's not a good time it's very bad but yeah um besides that when i take the trash out i take the trash bags usually put them into a regular cart like the trash bags in the sense of like you know, the bags with the trash in them, not like empty trash bags. I put them into a rectangular cart and I have to push it across the parking lot to a dumpster. Um, There's three trash dumpsters and one recycling dumpster. Um, The dumpsters are surrounded by some walls and three sets of doors. I put quotes like quote doors end quote. I put the quotes there because um, they're really just like really large fences that can move. Um, Yeah, to open and close them like they're enormous and they can be pretty heavy and to open them you need to like pull a metal rod out of the ground um but generally three sets of doors (laughs) um it's like a giant giant fence gate uh there's like it's two right so it's like two two big fence gates and then like it'll open from the middle but generally most people just open one of the gates or one of the doors per of okay so there's 
three, quote, doors, end quote, but then there's six fence gates. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm sure you're intelligent enough to get it. Goodness gracious. I'm not intelligent enough to explain it. So you're going to have to compensate for me. Um, But anyways, uh, three sets of doors. And while I was going to throw away some recycling materials in the afternoon, some cardboard boxes, I was going to go throw them in the recycling thingy. There was a bright, clear blue sky with the sun beating down on me. I have two masks on. It's a good time. You know, I'm a responsible guy. Even though I have two vaccine shots now, still a responsible guy. Um, I saw that there was a garbage truck in front of the, in front of the you know, dumpsters uh, getting the garbage, of course. And so, you know, it's blocked off now. So I can't just walk over there to the dumpsters unless I want to get hit by a garbage truck. And that already happened with Hori Mia and I didn't want it to happen again. Uh, so I waited nearby uh, on a curb and I started to flatten out the cardboard boxes, which you have to do uh, so the recycling company doesn't get mad at you. You have to like rip every side of the cardboard box open and then like flatten them out. Uh, in order to allow the garbage truck to grab the dumpsters, the garbage man obviously needs to open up the doors, like the, the big old fence doors or whatever. And due to the arrangement of the three trash dumpsters, he only needed to open up two of those doors. Um, and I wait as he finishes taking all the dumpsters and clearing them out. And then I see him do something really cool. This garbage man gets out of his truck and he closes. He closes the two like big old fence gate doors that he had to open. Uh, I found this really interesting because a lot of the time this doesn't happen. Uh, like I'll just I'll come out to take the trash out and I'll see that the you know garbage people just left every effing door open just every single one of them just lying lying open and then it gets like really bad when it gets windy because the metal rod like scratches against the ground if the wind is hard enough and the it's it's not a fun time and oftentimes i just close them all if i see it happen but i thought wow what a nice guy i like that garbage men are underrated f shout out to this guy that's what i thought and then while he was getting into his truck after closing the doors he spotted me this guy had a really, really nice smile on his face, too. It was really, really cool. He, he was alone in the garbage truck, so yeah, he, like not having a mask is an issue. Garbage trucks are like 50 miles above the ground. It's fine. And he looked at me, and he waved. Uh, and noticing, you know, probably noticing that I was going to throw some stuff out. Uh, I found that awesome, since I'd seen him go out of his way to do something. I felt like he was a really genuine dude. He seemed like he was a nice guy, really just doing his work to the best of his ability. And I thought, wow, we're, you know, we're in the same occupation. We both do jobs that aren't seen as uh, reputable or, or very impactful or whatever. But we both do the best we can, you know. Sure, maybe I'm a janitor and maybe most people make fun of my job. But... You know, I do the best I can. And to be honest, I think I do pretty good work. If you go look at those bathrooms after I clean them, they're pretty effing nice. But anyways, uh, you know, I returned the wave that he gave me. And I can't exactly smile back since I have two masks on. But it was really genuine wave and a really genuine smile on the guy. And I really appreciated it. But this is the, this is a really cool part. Okay, this is where, I don't know why, but it's stuck in my head. Finally, as he's driving away, and he's driving past me, he looks at me, and he nods his head in greetings with this fabulous, fabulous smile on his face. And I don't know if that smile was because he was acknowledging me and smiling, or if he was just happy. I I couldn't tell. And I found that 
incredible. I found that wonderful. Uh, it seems like a meaningless and simple interaction. If anything, a lot of people might have, if they were in my position, they might have gotten annoyed that they would have to wait three to four minutes just for the garbage truck to get, get out of the way. And moreover, they'd probably have to wait an extra minute for the guy to close the doors and that would make people more annoyed. But I didn't see it that way. I thought he was really cool. And the fact that I couldn't tell if he was just smiling at me or if he was just smiling, like in general, that like stuck for some reason. I thought that was awesome. Uh, I think he was just a jolly guy. Like in my opinion, I think he was just smiling because he's a smiley guy. Um, but I'm not sure. Uh, it was a really, really cool experience. And I think humans are effing magnificent. Um, that's the story. <laughs> I, yeah, uh, it's not big. It's not huge. It's not groundbreaking or insane or anything. But I don't know. I really, really enjoyed it. It was a nice moment to have experienced, I suppose. Will I forget about it at some point? Sure, maybe, probably. Is it meaningless? Yeah, sure, maybe, probably. But does that mean that it's meaningless? No, that doesn't make sense. But you could, you know, you probably don't get the point. No one probably gets the effing point. I think only my weird brain gets that point. But overall, great experience. When you see things like that, just notice them. Really just experience it and be like, wow, what a cool effing guy or gal. And just, you know... Be there. Just be present. Watch that happen. Let it inspire you or something. I don't know. Um, people are really cool. People do really good things. Even people with jobs like garbage men, they do really, really, really important work with the amount of waste that you're producing and everyone else is effing producing, like we mentioned earlier. Like, you know, their job is very, very necessary. And it's, you know, really, really good too. So I'm glad they're there. I'm glad they're doing good work. And I really enjoy seeing people uh, really, you know, go that extra mile that they really don't have to. Um, yeah, maybe sometimes maybe part of it is just to get a few more hours from like work and get paid a bit more. And even so that's fine. Like at work at my work, like sometimes I'll just go clean some dumb stuff uh, just to, you know, get a few more minutes out, maybe get that extra hour. Um, but even so, I'm still cleaning stuff, and I'm still doing stuff, and I'm still, you know, doing my job, and I'm, you know, cleaning more things. So at the end of the day, like, it doesn't matter, I'm, I'm, whatever. But yeah, I don't know, really, really cool. That's all for this episode, though. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening. It's just some random topics and, uh, and a story that most people probably won't find interesting. Uh, when this episode comes out, I'll have two finals left. Uh, so that's cool. Next time I talk at you, I'll have finished all my exams, um, which is next Friday when this comes out. Um, so until then, I love you just the way you are. Peace.